Welcome to C3 Church Tabra. You're about to hear a message from our senior pastor, Bill Oldfield. Get ready to be inspired to live your best life. Uh, this message is called, um, What Does It Mean to Seek the Lord? Um, this is one of my favorite subjects, of course, because uh, I love to be in the presence of God. I don't know about you, but I've lived in the world enough, and I like the presence better. It's like, you know, I love the beach. Chili, you're here. And so I like to be in the beach. Who's a bit like me? Who likes the beach? Who likes the waves? Some people don't like water. Uh, that's cool. But um, there's an environment that I enjoy to be in. And that environment is the beach. But no, it's the presence of God. And I want to show you something, maybe teach you something, how to get yourself into the presence of God. Now listen, one of the key things about Paul, the Apostle Paul, say the Apostle Paul. One of the key things he realized in the coming of Jesus, that when that curtain was rent from top to bottom, when he was crucified, and that presence of God was locked up in that Jerusalem temple, when he was crucified, paid the price with his blood, that curtain that separated the glory from mankind, only one priest could go in there every year and pay homage or do the sacrifice. When Jesus paid the ultimate sacrifice, guess what happened? The curtain was ripped from top to bottom. One foot thick, that curtain was. It was a supernatural act. And the presence of God came out, and it's available for you and I. If you don't subscribe to it, you won't feel it. You won't know it, you won't receive from it, you won't believe in it, you won't live in it, you can't get blessed by it. You've got to understand this stuff. There's a bit of a fight sometimes to get into it because we're a whole bunch carnal. We love big flat screen TVs. Put your hand up. No, don't. Don't put your hand up. We love just hanging out easy. We love to just free will, free wheel, a lot of us. But you actually got to press into God. I'm standing on the edge here. I could back off from the edge and be very safe in the sensibility of my life. Or I could get on the edge and I could press towards God. And that's what worship's about. That's what coming to church is about. Take off your seatbelt when you get into the car park. Come up the ramp and enjoy the freedom that is in this house. You don't have to bring your seatbelt in. It's all right. We will fly. We've got a Virgin Airline pilot here. He's awesome. He will get us off the ground and, and he will get us back down on the ground. And I will do that in the spirit. He does it in the natural I'll do it in the spirit. 
So we get off the tarmac and we get into the altitude of the presence of God in the praise and worship. It's a powerful thing, actually, when we do that corporately and don't leave anyone behind. Who's ever been left at the airport? We missed the, yeah. we missed the plane by one minute. They wouldn't let us on, Julie and I, yeah. going to a conference in Melbourne. Bill Johnson. Bill Johnson, too. We missed it by two minutes, actually. Couldn't get on the plane. And so, so when you're in church, uh, gee whiz, I've got a lot to say, and, and, and the Lord's just reminding me that. When, 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 you, when you come to church, just try and focus for that hour. Plenty of time to do chit-chat and whatever. So what you've got to do in church is arrest yourself and allow yourself to get in the Spirit. Your spirit, man, is alive to God. It's fully saved. There's nothing more that can be done for it. Amen? Your soul, on the other hand, needs to be redeemed by the Word of God, by the Spirit, and by your life in obedience to God. Once your soul is prospering, and, your, and of course your spirit is alive to God, once your soul makes good decisions and says, I will praise the Lord, I will worship God, I will give to the Lord. I love that scripture. How do you come into the presence? Some people go to a whole conference and they don't get blessed because they don't understand. To come to God's presence, come into God's presence, is a whole bunch about free will offering, our praise, our worship our free will offerings and people leave it short uh, by by not doing that and they go away from that conference they go away from the church and don't receive anything this is a supernatural thing right who's feeling that right now there's a there's a divine exchange of you and heaven right now or there should be okay now i'm going to have to be very clever in crunching this 15 minutes. Can I do it? Say amen if I can. Amen. So if I, if I look at... Um, okay. I've got to make a couple of points here. The first one is this. Seeking the Lord. Uh, seeking His face. What do we mean by that? And so I'm, I'm hoping I'm talking to people who probably don't understand a few things here. So I'll, I'll explain it. When, when we say seek His face, we're actually we're talking about seeking His presence. It's a Hebraic thing that we seek. If, if, I, if I seek the presence of Marty, I've got to get close to him and be up close to him face to face. So when we say seek his face, it's actually meaning in the Hebraic, literally it means we're seeking his presence. Is that good? Why do we need to seek his presence when he's all around us? Um... He's omnipresent. He's omnipresent. He holds the world together, the Bible says, by his power, by his omnipotence. He holds it all together. You and I actually are living because of him. We breathe. We have our being. We live because of him. If he took his grace from our life, we'd just drop dead. So he's all around us. The other way that God's near us and with us and for us is through His covenant, His blood covenant. He's powerfully affecting our lives for good, turning all things around for good to those that love Him. Somehow, even though your car broke down here, come in here, and whatever, and you're having a bad hair day, and whatever, 
and you got no money and whatever, you still got here tonight. Amen? God enables us by his covenant to live this extraordinary life. I love that. But still the Bible says we've got to seek him. To seek him. And this is what I want to talk about. Ah, Matthew 28, verse 20. We may as well drop a couple of scriptures in. Behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. We know that. But then there are times when we neglect God. We neglect Him and we fail to trust Him. But then the Bible says in Proverbs 3, 5, Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge Him and He will make your path straight. But we still have these times where we don't consciously recognize God during the week or at at, at times. And so God says, seek me, seek my special presence in your life. And it's a precious thing. It's when you know that this person or God is awesome, great, magnificent, worthy to be praised. Otherwise, he gets dimmer and dimmer and dimmer and we shrink back into just a belief system in God or just good intentions in God or even religion. We've got to seek his face, his presence, because it's there that he enables us to know who he is and then in that we know who we are. A lot of people flounder because... They're living just averagely. I just got to say it to be true. They're just living way too average when they can cast their gaze towards the Lord and get the download from Him of who they are in Christ rather than look to their friends. Who do you think I am? I was constantly in school looking to my friends and getting affirmation from them of who I was. I was in the surfy crowd, so I was a good surfer. I was this, I was that. All my friends were telling me that. But you know what? That runs out of sort of energy after a while. You want to know God knows you and he, and he knows that, and you want to know that he knows that you're special and you have an awesome purpose in God. Do you know even movie stars run out of the accolades of man? Do you reckon Tom Cruise is over it about being chased by photographers and Nicole Kidman and uh, yeah, whatever. I mean. Yeah. You know, even they're very empty and sad. Do you know they need God? They need to hear from God. And that is only in the presence of God. Religion ain't going to do it. It's the presence of God. There's a way to get to there. It's, it's not easy, but it can be done. Okay, so in the Old and the New Testament, can I have my water please up, up here, Graham? It says, there's a way to do, is, do this, and it's setting our mind and heart on God. 1 Chronicles 22 verse 19. Let's go quicker now. Now set your mind and heart to seek the Lord your God. So if we're seated in heavenly places, we're saved, and the Bible says we're seated in heavenly places. Colossians chapter 3 verse 1 and 2 says this, Since then... If you're saved, who's saved in the house? Who's going, to get, who's going to get saved tonight in the house? Back row maybe. A couple of those people, I bet. 
Some people are going to get supernaturally hooked up tonight in about 10 minutes. Love it. Colossians 3.1 says, Since then you have been raised with Christ. Set your hearts, say hearts, on things above, where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds, say minds, on things above, not on earthly things. So we do a lot of coasting in our life. We just coast along and uh, it's mental we just cruise a lot of us sometimes but then we got to make a mental decision to pursue god to seek god's face who's a bit like that who's been doing that in the last few weeks you know you're just coasting along oh that's good look i'm over that now i need to gain some altitude i need to seek god again man hello i'm a christian that's right i've got a calling on my life that's right uh hello uh i need some answers i need some affirmation i need some encouragement hello God does all that. Not your friend as much as God. So Paul prays for the church in 2 Thessalonians 3.5. May the Lord direct your hearts to the love of God. He's praying this for the people. He said, may the Lord direct your hearts to the love of God and to the steadfastness of Christ. A conscious effort towards God we've got to make. Who's into that? Who's willing to make a conscious effort towards God? Put up your hand if you are. Or if you could just look, I'm just happy to come to church. It's exciting enough enough, uh, enough as it is. And, and uh, look, I'm living a, a, a nice life and a, a happy life. And look, I, I, I'm not really probably ready to press into God that much, you know. But who's willing to press into God a little bit? Who does that during the week? Look at Kevin. There he is. He's a, he's a man of God. He's... He's uh, come here by great experience. I believe you have. You're telling me that. And we all need that experience. Christian Cowboy, you were in the radios, weren't you? Yeah. Mount Isa, you were saying that. Yeah. Right. 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 Won the Queensland title. Give it up for Kevin, man. (laughs) Okay, crunching it now. That's awesome, man. There's a couple of ways that you can access God. Check this out. One of them would be through the glory of God, through creation. Who sees God through creation? We've got some surfers here. He loves hanging out in the waves. Yeah, Maddie, I know you do. And who loves sunsets? Who loves mountains? Who loves nature? Do you know the Bible says, I can't go to that scripture, it's just my time's gone. But the Bible says, God shows his glory. He shows himself through his glory through all creation. It says he shows his glory through all creation. Who likes trees? Who's a tree hugger? Whatever is your thing. Some, I love to be out in the nature. I love the bush. Another thing is the Word of God. Who loves the Word of God? God shows Himself through the Word of God. God evidences Himself through grace, through people's lives touched. Who loves Jenny's testimony? Who loved that? You can seek God through these things. You can seek God through creation. You can seek God through the Word. You can seek God through Jenny's testimony. Amen? 
You can seek God through these things. Or you can just say, ah, whatever. You can seek Him while He may be found. There's actually a scripture in Romans 1.18 that says, The wrath of God is being revealed from heaven against all the godliness and wickedness of men who suppress the truth. By their weakness, 19, since what may be known about God is plain to them because God has made it plain to them. For since the creation of the world, God's invisible qualities, say God's invisible qualities, His eternal power and divine nature have been clearly seen, being understood, that means clearly perceived and understood and seen from what has been made so that man Men are without excuse. Say without excuse. Is that coming up behind me? You're doing well then. Romans 2.14. Indeed, when Gentiles who do not have the law do by nature things required by the law, they are law of themselves, even though they do not have the law. Since they show that the requirements of the law are written on their hearts, their conscience is also bearing witness and their thoughts now accuse. So people have a conscience, bottom line. And then, then, then it's told to us that there is a special revelation of God. A special revelation. And who's that special revelation? Jesus is the ultimate revelation. Jesus. Romans 1 verse 4. And who through the spirit of holiness was declared with power to be the Son of God by His resurrection from the dead, Jesus Christ our Lord. But there's obstacles. This is going to wrap me up. There are obstacles that stop us. There are obstacles that we've got to go through and around. So, okay, Marty, you have to stand up and get in the way of me and God. Luke, you're God. Luke, you're God. Marty, you're a distractor, you're an obstacle, I've got to go through you or I'm going to go round you. But, but, uh, and this could, Marty could represent to me uh, carnal stuff, just good stuff but it's carnal and it could represent even stuff, sin and obstacles that are against me and accessing God. So I've got to use effort and faith to work out how to get past Marty, who's being an obstacle to me, to reach in Jesus, the presence of God, Luke. Now, I'm not going to do anything, Marty. It's okay, buddy. But I could, I could, um, I could reach for that Bible to saw the Lord. I could slow you down. I could take my sword and, and remove you. So please be removed. I'll be nice about it. And now I'm coming into the presence of God. Thank you, Jesus. I've sought your face, Lord. I'm seeking your face. As I do, I see your greatness. I know and understand all of a sudden what you are to me, what you've got for me, what you want to do for me. Oh, my God. I should have been in your presence long ago. Man, I should have been. Marty just wasn't doing it, man. Being stuck over here in the carnality of life when I should have gone round or gone through 
There's times to go around the mountain, you know. You just go around or go through or over and you access this place called the presence of God. Okay. Isaiah 55 verse 6 says, Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he's near. Hang on, hang on. Seek the Lord while he may be found. Uh, Does he just pay random visits to planet Earth and we just go, Hey, guess what? I heard Jesus hanging down Tugra. Seek him while he may be found. Maddie, he's down at Tugra, Westfields. I heard today, we need, we need to go down there, chase him down. What does that mean? Seek him while he may be found. I've got this sort of revelation that when we go to heaven, it's not hide and seek then, man. He's right there. He's sitting on the right hand of, of the Father, all in glory, on the throne. He's found. Game over. But here... And as it was explained to me once, this life could be like a classroom of tests, tests to determine your character, your faith, your persistence, your endurance, your long suffering, your faith. While you're here for this fraction of a moment compared to eternity, this place here on earth where you live out your life to be a blessing or just a gimme, 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 my name's Jimmy. You live selfishly, independently, or you say, I'm here to be a blessing. I was speaking to an artist here. There was a man, a famous artist. He lives in Wyong, un, not saved, unchurched. And, and he's a good artist, man. He was showing me some stuff. And he was telling me, I teach at one of the famous art studios in Sydney. I said, why do you do that? He said, man, I've got this gift. I've got to give it away. Isn't that awesome? He knows what he's born for. I heard another man in the, uh, what is it, those shows about the incidences of planes, you know, and anyway, big incident of a plane, French businessman altogether, got everything. After he finally landed and embraced um, his loved ones, they interviewed him. This was a terrible situation. Anyway, they landed. Uh, He thought it was the end of his life. And they interviewed him. They said, well, what did you think about that? That, that was pretty serious. The whole side of the plane was blown out or something. I don't know. And, and anyway, they said, what do you think now? He said, you know what I think now? I've got to give back to mankind. I've got to give back. I've got to leave a legacy. I've been greedy. I've been selfish. I've been living under myself. This life is all about a fraction of... We can have someone on the piano. A fraction of a moment of just... Is there anyone? Anyone? Thanks, Lisa. God bless you. This life is about this time of seeking the Lord while He may be found. Psalm 10 verse 4. In the pride of his face, the wicked does not seek him. Pride. It's not going to get you there. You've got to be humble. One of the essential ingredients is to humble yourself and come before the Lord. 1 1 Chronicles 29 verse 9. If you seek him, he will be found by you. I love that. If you seek him. Who sought him this week and found him? There's a promise there. If you seek him. He will be found by you. Hebrews 11.6 says, 
Whoever would draw near to God must believe that He exists and that He rewards those who seek Him. Let's all stand, God bless you. God Himself is our greatest reward. And when we have Him, we have everything. Therefore, seek the Lord in His strength. Seek His presence continually. Seek Him. Deuteronomy 4.29 But if from there you seek the Lord your God, you will find Him if you look for Him with all your heart. Say all your heart. And with all your soul. Seven ways to seek the Lord. One, call upon Him and pray to Him. Jeremiah 29. Then you will call upon me and come and pray to me and I will listen to you. You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. I will be found by you, declares the Lord, and will bring you back from captivity. Two, how do you seek the Lord? Two, serve God with a wholehearted devotion and with a willing mind. 1 Chronicles 28 verse 9. And you, my son Solomon, acknowledge the God of your father and serve him with wholehearted devotion and with a willing mind for the Lord searches every heart and understands every motive behind the thoughts. If you seek him, he will be found by you. But if you forsake him, he will reject you forever. Three, cast your cares upon the Lord. Psalm 55, 22. Cast your cares on the Lord and he will sustain you. He will never let the righteous fall. If these scriptures are coming up, you can read with me. Keep your tongue from evil. Turn. This is the fourth one. Keep your tongue from evil. Turn from evil. Do good. Seek peace and pursue it. Psalm 34, verse 12 to 16. Whoever of you loves life and desires to see many good days, keep your tongue from evil and your lips from speaking lies. Turn from evil and do good. Seek peace and pursue it. The eyes of the Lord are on the righteous, and His ears are attentive to their cry. The face of the Lord is against those who do evil, to cut off the memory of them from the earth. Five, forsake evil ways and thoughts. Isaiah 55, 6, seek the Lord while you, while you can find Him. Call on Him now while He is near. Let the weak, wicked change their ways and banish the very thought of doing wrong let them turn to the lord that he may have mercy on them yes turn to our god for he will forgive generously six have clean hands pure heart don't lift your soul to idols don't swear by what is false psalm 24 4 to 6 he who has clean hands and a pure heart who does not lift up his soul to an idol or swear by what is false he will receive blessings from the lord and vindication from god his savior such is the generation of those who seek him who seek your face O god of jacob seven say seven doing what's right and living humbly Zephaniah 2 verse 3 seek the Lord all who are humble and follow his commands seek to do what is right and to live humbly perhaps even yet the Lord will protect you protect you from the anger on the day of destruction give the Lord a hand everyone awesome pursue God seek God while he may be found because when you go to heaven there he is in true view, this life is about navigating, going around, going over obstacles. 
that separates you from the love of God, separates you from the presence of God? Have you got the tenacity? Have you got the, have you got the, the guts to tough it out and say, I'm going in. I'm going into the presence of God. I'm going into that place to receive my affirmation of my Father in heaven. Jesus, you said I would be clothed with power. You said that in the last verses of the book of Luke. You said, Lord, to wait until I receive the presence of my life before I go out into my schools, my workplace, the highways, the byways. I need to be different than the world. Moses said, what would define us from the world? What would define us from other nations? The presence of God. The presence of God in our businesses, in our church, in our car, in our homes. The presence of the living God. With eyes closed in the house right now, hearts pumping, hearts alive to God, hearing something in between what I'm saying. Some people are saying, I'm not sure what he's saying, but I know this. I'm feeling the presence of God. I'm feeling God in this house. I'm not talking about religion. I'm not talking about joining a church or getting all religious. I'm talking about saying yes and acknowledging Jesus. With eyes closed in the house right now, from the front to the back, from this side to this side. Maybe you're in the house right now and you just feel that you need to say today on this special day, this is the day, the day of salvation. This is the day to say yes to Jesus. Don't let another day go by. Don't let another... There's physical death, there's spiritual death. You are destined for both. It's appointed unto man to die once, once only, then the judgment. Young person, I know you're going to think you're going to live forever. I did too. But you know what? You need to say yes to Jesus. You don't need to wait any longer. You need to say yes. If you've done this before and you need to do it again, praise God. If this is your first time, praise God. If you're not sure, you just need to say yes to Jesus. If you just, you, 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 your mind is being confused by the world. You, you haven't been hanging out in the presence of God. You're just not sure anymore. But you need to know without a shadow of a doubt that you're saved, born again, destined for heaven. And in the meantime, God can bless you all the days of your life. He can protect you, preserve you, provide for you. If you want that supernatural help in your life, or if you can tough it out, if you think you're good enough, smart enough, well, that's your lookout. But today, tonight in this house, I offer salvation, a free gift. You can't earn it. It's free. It's free to you. It's free to me. It's free. It's free right now. If that's you, if that's you, everyone in the house begin to pray. Begin to pray. There's one. There's probably two people in the house that need to say yes to Jesus. With eyes closed, eyes closed, I'm going to give a three, a one, two, three. I'm going to ask for hands to go up that need a simple prayer of salvation. And you're going to walk from this place saved, set free, born again, walking in the presence of God. If that's you, if this is your friend next to you, explain what's happening. Explain what's happening. If this is your friend in front of you, behind you, beside you, explain that this is simply a simple prayer of faith to acknowledge Jesus Christ as Lord of your life. You can receive him into your heart. He's knocking on the door of your heart right now. If this is you, if you simply want to become a Christian, if you simply want to know the smile of heaven on your life,
If you want to know absolutely that He is for you, with you, blessing you all the days of your life, you need to say yes to Him from the front to the back, to this side, to this side. Everyone praying right now. Everyone begin to pray. Everyone pray. I'm going to count to three. One, two, and three. Just lift your hand, please, and I'll see that hand. If that's you, if that's your friend next to you, help them right now. Just explain what's happening. If that's you, just let me see that hand quickly. Let me see that hand from the front to the back. There's one, there's one person, there's a one person in the house that needs to simply say yes to Jesus. Maybe you've backslidden. Maybe you've found yourself out in the back paddocks of life and you haven't been in the house. You haven't been in the presence, but you need to say yes to Jesus right now. I can see movement out there. I can see people wrestling with their thoughts, wrestling with God, in fact, and you just need to say yes to Him right now. You just need to do that. You need to allow that peace of God to flood your soul. If that's you right now, right now, just just say yes by faith. Be bold, be brave. This is you and God. This is no one else. You stand before God at the end of the day. It's you and God that stands. Jesus, I just feel it in my spirit from front to back, from this side to this side. Jesus, there's one there's one there's one all pray all pray keep praying we're willing to pray for you we're willing to pray for you we're praying you in we're praying you into the kingdom we're praying we're praying for you come on come on this is a recommitment for someone if that's you i want to pray for you if this is a first time decision i want to pray for you right now right now god's speaking to people god's stirring hearts god's speaking to people yes just remember this time when this preacher man gave an opportunity for you to be saved. Just remember that. Just remember that. Holy Spirit, very important decision. This is why we're very serious about it. Right now, don't worry about peer pressure. Don't worry about what your friends will say. It's between you and God. Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Just feel that there's one, one person that needs to say yes. Yes. I say yes. There's a pregnant pause. God is hovering over this place. The Spirit of the Lord is in this place. Father in heaven right now, I bless every soul in this place. Eternity. God said He set eternity in every heart. Eternity. Oh my God. Stir that up in the people of God. Stir it up in these hearts. Holy Spirit. Supernatural. 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 Presence of God. Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Church planners, look at me. That's how you got to wrestle for souls. Never be embarrassed to wrestle for souls. That's what we're. That's what it's all about: rescuing mankind into the kingdom of God. Never be embarrassed. That's the ultimate purpose for church. 
not to do all the rest is great ultimate purpose is to save people who's the who's the church players you and you stand up mighty man of god presence of god i pray that you'd be soul winners soul winners the both of you church planners the both of you are just just yeah yeah father in heaven right now i pray put your hands towards him i see you sir being a soul winner jeremy i see you being a soul winner jeremy jones let it be known as of this moment right now i confer upon you a prophecy that you will preach that you will usher many souls into the kingdom of god you are called you have a calling i bless you with that mantle you will preach and you will usher in many souls young and old sir the one here right now i bless you bless you with with the with the love of god through every altar call you do the love of god will be transmitted and you will usher in throngs of young people whole families through the word of god through the gospel i bless you mighty man of god i bless you i bless you i bless you i bless you that whole back row ollie your friends in the whole back row i bless them i bless them in the power of jesus name in the power of jesus name i'm not letting this moment go because i know god's right here right now if this if this was just nothing happening i'd let you all go but right now is the most special moment of god's presence presence pregnant ready to do something of the miraculous to save a soul to heal a life to bless someone let's all lift our hands right now just for a couple moments more we're nearly done thank you for being so patient because this is what it's about the presence of god pastor julie thank you so much for that message this morning thank you so much for the worship team that are ushering us into the presence of god thank you god thank god that lisa is going to a new level ushering us into the presence of god thank you thank you ryan who's just growing leaps and bounds thank you doug here was doug coming to church not even saved for many months or years even now look at him man of god like david on that instrument let me just bless everyone in the house right now for an extraordinary week of living in his presence if you're struggling with your identity if you're struggling with your sexuality if you're struggling right now i pray this the presence of god all over you may you walk in the presence of god may it define who you are may it define who you are all the days of your life as you walk as you go round every obstacle and go through every obstacle May you find the presence of God in every day. All those distractions, they go in Jesus name. We rebuke them. We cast them down. We cast them into the into the sea. Jesus said we can cast the mountains into the sea. So Father, right now I say this church will serve God in the presence of God. We will not do mere religion. We will not li- live in habitual routine. We will live in the dynamic of the fullness of the Holy Spirit blessing us all the days of our life. It will put a smile on our face. It will give us joy on the inside. 
We will loose miracles through it. We will save souls, bless hearts. You are empowered through it and by it. And I declare this week, this house shall be ushered and continually this year into the presence of God again. You have begun a journey, C3 Tugger. I'm prophesying now. And it began about a month ago. You have begun a journey back into the presence of God. You're coming out of the wilderness, C3. You're coming out of the wilderness into the presence of God. I commend you. Keep walking. Follow. Cross the river. Follow. Joshua generation is rising up. I see young people. James, Luke, Ha, Marty. I see the Joshua generation leading the church through the Jordan over into the promised land. That's where it's all at, guys. I am so blessed to be part of this church. So blessed. God's in the house. Oh my God. Give yourself a break. Let God in. I'm spoiled for the ordinary. Big fat TV set just doesn't do it for me. Disneyland doesn't do it for me. Gold Coast, the biggest waves, the best meals, the riches. It ain't going to cut it. It's God. It's God. Let's give the Lord a hand right there. Woo! enjoyed listening to this message. For more information on what you've just heard or how to visit us, go to c3talgra.org.au. We hope to see you at church soon.